Off we go into the wild blue gray. The gray yonder. Is it, is it a gray yonder today? I think it's gray. Grayish blue. Yeah. Yeah, grayish blue. And everybody, this, it's almost the time of year where everyone in Sault Ste. Marie has dandelions in their lawn. And I mean literally everyone. Even the people who have, you know, who pay the weed man $80 a week or something. Still have I'm just the weed man. I pick them every year with my tool. But there are, there are less and less and less yeah, every yeah. year. But I mean, it doesn't matter. People, people that have actual professional weed people still have their lawns covered in dandelions. It's just like that yeah. here. I've never seen a place that gets more dandelions than here. I mean, there must be places, but I just... It's very noticeable also because they they banned the uh, use of uh, effective insecticides uh, insecticides uh, pesticides a few years ago. So, herbicides. Herbicides. If I had my way, they'd just be spraying the whole goddamn thing with Agent Orange. Yep. I don't mind dandelions. You ever seen the rain? I don't mind dandelions. That's the other thing. But like, people mind them. Yeah, so. I mean, I, as long as your lawn isn't like 14 feet long and it looks like a, some sort of bizarre farm where you're growing some sort of heirloom wheat uh, who cares right but that's if you did that it's like John if you did that um, you'd probably end up getting a notice from the city to mow your lawns so you know as long as it's clean I, I don't see what the problem is of having dandelions they're, they're soft they're the flowers I guess the petals aren't the, not the petals but the uh, leaves are kind of pointy at but, uh, Some people eat the leaves. Sure, especially in this town, it's an Italian thing. Right, dandelion greens, that's the thing. And native people, too. Yeah. Okay. And there's, of course, wine. People make wine out of dandelions. I don't know what part of the dandelion you used to make wine. I'm guessing it's the leaves again. I, I don't know. I just, I have no fucking clue. Yeah. But it is a thing, dandelion wine. Mm-hmm. Um... Does not appeal to me, but maybe it's good. I, I'd try it. Like any beverage alcohol, I'd try it. Uh, maybe the, the root, the carrot. There's a carrot? At the bottom yeah, of the root? Yeah, it's really? a big carrot. That's, oh, what, that's what makes sure that the, the that it doesn't come stays. Out. Yeah, okay. So like when almost... you pull just the flower, yeah, the yeah, carrot's sure. there. Huh. <laughs> There's oh. a dog. Crossing. What the? That's why. Well, that's why this car front uh, slowed down. It just kind of walked. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Remember, every spring we used to have two ducks yeah. that would come. Yeah, we didn't in come our, this year. I don't think. No. In our in our uh, storm sewer ditch, mm. <laughs> which is kind of great. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm thinking they were always the same ducks too. Yeah. So maybe they're dead. They're dead ducks. Huh? 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 So anyway. So anyway. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. Anyway. I'm not very chatty this morning. Just, but it's this afternoon. Oh, that's true. Yeah. See, it's because we're doing it all at the wrong time now. Mm. If it was the morning, you'd be chatty because you usually rush out of bed on Saturday morning and don't have breakfast. So your blood sugar's low. Maybe that's why you're chatty, chatty in the morning. But, no, today, um... I don't have anything 
a bumping me or really nothing really grinding your gears this morning no i've been sick you have been very sick rachel said a comment last episode i hope everyone gets better soon so that was very kind of her and i think we did though you you said the other night last night you still really don't smell like you you smell Mm -hmm. you still really don't have a sense of smell no it's coming back slowly yeah well, I have more deodorant in a week. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. And I got sick. I was sick to my stomach earlier in the week, but um, Maddie kind of got away with it not getting it too much. No, what was bothering me is that it was making me stop from um, your exercise. Yeah, your seeing my out. friends yeah. at uh, the gym. I really like going to meet with Megumi and catching up a little bit on what she's doing. Okay. She just started a new job and it's been it's been a long process for her and I know how patient she is with people. Right. So she works at a nurse practitioner's and yeah, yeah. English she just learned English maybe over the past three, four years. Oh, while she was going to school here, yeah. I think she did like a term of, like a year of ESL and went into the business program. But She's just so smart and so resilient and so dedicated. I find that about our Japanese international students generally, not the smart part necessarily, but um, they work hard. There's There's a cultural thing there about working hard. And about you said resilient, yeah, like so resilient, almost too resilient actually. It's it's almost too much fucking perspective. Like they're she just wants to do it all, and she wants to bring her parents. Really? Yeah, not with marrying or with a boyfriend. She she was getting a, a roommate just recently, and she was a little bit nervous about it because she'd been living for. A year without anybody on her own. Yeah. She's just adorable. But she wants her parents to move here or just to come visit? She wants to bring them here. Oh, to visit? Like, uh, no, to live. Really? Wow. I think she wants that. I don't know. I think I'd stay in Japan. That's what she wants. I think the food's better in Japan. I don't know if (laughs) if that's what her parents want. Oh, sure. That's what she's hoping for. Sometimes she tells me a little bit about her life. Yeah. Uh, I have to ask questions every week. I try to think of a few questions to ask her. Sure. I'm getting to know her slowly, little by little. I mean, my impression of Japanese people is that, again, I, I don't know a lot of Japanese people, but typically, my impression is they don't talk about personal things like family, and does the like it's not something. It's a very it, private thing. It comes at unexpected moments. Okay. Mm. Like once Celia said that she, her, her son and husband were fighting, and uh, Celia was feeling bad about this, mm-hmm. and Megumi said. I didn't speak to my dad for a full year once oh, until he brought me my favorite cake. And because of that, my hand just reached out to get the cake. 
that's how we finally got to talking again. And a Hello Kitty thing and an anime character. <laughs> Probably had strawberries on yes, it. Yes, that's right, strawberries. And it was $700. <laughs> <Yeah>. And then <laughs> he gave me a watermelon. It was worth three three thousand eight hundred dollars. <laughs> and I thought that was cute, you know, that's... Right. If she's so resilient like this, can you imagine her dad? Like, her dad must be uh, twice. Uh. <laughs> well, yeah, but like I said, I think that's I think that's part of their national character. I mean, I'm not sure of it. I, I, I have not interacted with a great number of Japanese people. She just uh, always encourages me, and I tell her, you know, oh, I'm so... I just need to lose that weight. It's so long. It takes forever. It's so much work. You're doing it properly, does you? You know, like, it's just every day working out. Yeah, sure. You know, and when you work out, it's, like, so boring. And then I thought, okay, I would listen to podcasts. I downloaded a few podcasts that yeah. I thought I would like. Yes, yes. They bore me. They well, gotta, bore me. You gotta find the right stuff. Because considering there's like half a million of them out there, you will find something you will listen to every day. But it takes it takes a lot of time to curate a list. I mean, I've, I've, I'm, I got about five I listen to, maybe six that I listen to regularly. I guess, yeah. but yours are interesting. They're about technology, I no, guess. No, they aren't all. Some of them are about geeky stuff, too. Well, geeky stuff is, is usually technology. Well, you know, Star Trek movies and oh. Star Wars and oh. comic books, all that yeah. kind of stuff, yeah. Like Current Geek, oh. the one I was on a couple weeks ago. Well, you still learn something about yeah. about a show. Or, it's mostly entertainment, though. But, but I thought this one, I was going to like it because I liked one. But then all his other conversations with people, I'm not sure about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it makes me go, <laughs> I lose interest. Totally right. lose interest. Well, I just miss Podcastra. So. Oh, Podcastra? Because they were so goofy, I guess, and always going out drinking somewhere. I love and like not making sense half the time. Yeah. It made it funny. I loved Podcaster. <laughs> yeah. Great. I even listened to the German ones and I can't speak German. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Podcaster was a podcast that was it would alternate between episodes in German and episodes in English. Yeah. With Matt and Andre. And was, um, <laughs> Isabel met them over Skype. Their personalities were so different. Yes. Andre was always Negative, always, always. Yeah, yeah and Matt and wasn't. Matt was always Zen, sort of. Well, he's a Buddhist, right? So he was into that mm. scene, right? Yeah. And uh, it's funny because uh, what would happen? <laughs> it's like, and then we became like podcasting friends with. Them. Yeah. Yeah. And we talk about each other. Yeah, and they even. They, they, <laughs> That's they, what it was really all about. A narcissistic. Well, no, because there need. was all that. There was a whole group of people back then, in like 2005, 2006. There weren't that many. So I mean, like James Pod, James Whittingham would have a segment of things that I could news that I could listen to on the bus. Like he'd, he'd have these segments. Mm-hmm. For example, so it was a different time. That's all. And you'd get twenty-five or thirty comments on a, on a podcast post too. You wouldn't. 
you know, it was just, it was a different time. But uh, I miss Podcaster a lot. That was, there's not a lot of, there's got to be other stuff like that out there. You just don't hear about it anymore because, now there is more of an indie scene again in Canada, which of course we're part of. Anyway, we are here at the grocery store, so I think I'll play some music. You, you, you want to go in, in, yeah, that Imparfait song? Yeah. Okay, so we'll put that on. Who's that by again? Ian Moffat. Okay. All music on this episode will be from Quebec. Je suis du bois d'allumettes Qui se consume Et je présume Tout chemin se termine Autant pour prince que vermine La vie est ainsi faite Or que tout est bête Que tout est vain et inutile Lorsqu'épuisé, fatigué Le corps n'est plus que notre Jusqu'au soir en bus en train Je sais qu'un cœur peut s'arrêter pour moi Imparfait Le monde est imparfait Imparfait
and onward to the liquor store, please. Oh. oh. Oh, man. Did you manage to find your running shoes? No, the store is gone. Oh, there's no running shoe store there anymore. No, it's no shitty. sport. Huh. Reebok or whatever it was called. I don't know what was there, I can't remember, but that's too bad. Mm-hmm. Sports check, I think. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a sport. There was a sport check in there for sure. Yeah, there was. I bought stuff there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gone. It's gone. Okay. Well. Uh, so half the Cambrian Mall is empty. Really? Yeah. I mean, I haven't been, well, <laughs> maybe this is part of the reason. I haven't been in there in ages. You know, the only reason I ever go close to here is because this grocery store, the, what's his name, the Canadian Tire. So, anyway. So yes, shopping done. The, it's funny how doing it at a different time of day confuses me. Like, I make a lot more mistakes and forget things and have to rush back and get other stuff. I mean, it, it, maybe that's not what it is. Maybe it's just that I'm getting old and decrepit and uh, maybe I've got uh, a touch of uh, the early onset Alzheimer's that just sort of kicked in today. So, so anyway. It's weird, eh, how that kind of stuff happens? How, like, like this this was never as big as the mall downtown but it was it was full like there were there were no empty spots in that mall five years ago and now uh, he says half empty weird I prefer to look at it as half full <laughs> thank you thank you very much really weird though. Sort of surprises me. I mean, I... Then there's the one that's near our house. Are we recording? Yeah. There's the one that's near the house. We don't have to be. I don't know if I can go. Sure you can! <laughs> you made it? See? You win? Yeah. But the one by the house is like, Wellington Square is empty. That place is depressing. Map for a first-person shooter game. Mm-hmm. Why do these things happen? Why do they come and go? Because there's other stuff around here that's open. I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah, I've stopped trying to figure out that kind of stuff. What, is, yeah. What works and what doesn't. I know. No, imagine it's got to be really kind of scary owning a business in a something like a mall because, like, if, if there's no traffic around. Oh, look at what happened to the Chicago restaurant my mom was telling me about. Oh, the restaurant here in town that was, yeah. On uh, McNabb. Yeah, and another it restaurant. Doing well. Yeah. And, and then something to do with the liquor license. From what people say, another restaurant owned the liquor license and they started being competitive with another restaurant, so they just said, no, you can't have it anymore. Yeah. It's kind of shitty. They, uh, they were doing lunches or something, and it was competing with... With the other place, the yeah. other place. Yeah, uh, that's what I hear. I mean, you know, I don't know any inside stuff, but that's what I've heard. That's what he says. It's, it's um... Is, is it that a restaurant can only do 
well if it has a liquor license? Most restaurants need liquor to survive, yeah. Because that's where they can... What about restaurants where people bring their own? They're popular in Montreal. This isn't Montreal. No, I know. I mean, it's in the, that is totally legal in Ontario, too. It is legal in Ontario. Um, to do something like that, bring your own wine? Yeah, and just charge a corkage fee or whatever, you know. Um, but, no, I, it's not something that is common here. I, in fact, I've never seen one in Ontario. I, it's, it's completely legal in Ontario. It was made legal in Ontario, what? Uh, Eight years ago, somewhere. I remember um, Shogun a restaurant didn't have a liquor license and yeah. it opened. That's right. Like that, and then it got it eventually. So that's but a pretty quick turnaround around. place. Yeah. Yes. And same thing with like Low and Slow, the barbecue place downtown. Oh yeah. They didn't have a liquor license forever. Oh. But the kind of places where you're going to sit down and, and, and eat for two hours, I think they make most of their money on, on, on liquor. You know, think about it—a a shitty ten-dollar bottle of wine. You pay thirty-five dollars for at a restaurant, right? So, and people won't go to a restaurant if they can't have a drink. A lot of people. So, you end up with a situation where people stuff just shuts down. Uh, but it's interesting. You're right. I wonder how those sort of places where you, those bring your own places in Quebec, and I guess there are some in Ontario. <coughs> <coughs> I wonder how, like, because they obviously have figured out how to do it without liquor being necessary, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's weird. I, I, it makes you wonder, though, like, they got to make some money on the food. I don't know. But, yeah, that place, yeah, it shut down. It was sort of a shame, right? Because it was another sort of interesting new restaurant in town, and it just was doing well. Uh, sort of do well enough at the place that ha- that held its liquor license, which is a strange thing and apparently a common thing, where a, a third party holds a liquor license, I didn't, and they sort of rent it to somebody. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of such a thing, but apparently it's very common. So that's what ended up happening, and they, the third party owned another restaurant, and they said, nope, no more. So, it's sort of weird, though. Because it's... It almost feels like, you know, I don't know what happened, but it makes you think like they did it because they were competitive all of a sudden. But it's still scary. Still scary. So sort of settling into the summer-ish, spring-ish. It hasn't snowed in a few days. In a couple of weeks. And uh, we haven't had any... It also hasn't really rained. Which is good because there's a lot of snow. But it's so ugly this time of year. It's getting better. But everything's kind of... I mean, the grass is green now, but there's still hardly any leaves in the trees. It's getting kind of ugly and brown. and ugh. You don't want... Like, it's just gross, right? <laughs> Alright, here's past shop. And, of course... The lick bow. So I just came out of the liquor store and I just smelled like it was living like cow shit. What was that? I don't know. Oh god! 
It's like a cow shit smell. It's like a farm. It's like oh, a. I guess there are farms around here. Maybe they are. It's a maybe, shit farm. Uh, Manure. Manure, the fertilizers. Yeah, well, on it, the ground. I think preparing it, the ground. Or it could be. It's possible that it's a place that grows farts. Because <laughs> I think that was unreal. That was like a fart farm. That was holy <laughs> fuck. Well, we're it's north of the city, so and you don't have to drive very far to be out of town to Saint Marie yeah. to see that. There's either forest or farmland right there. Yeah. Farms are more the other side of town, though, right? But there are yeah, farms up. Yeah, towards Prince. Yeah. Yeah, true. But, but still. There are all But there's a wind. The wind's blowing from that direction. Of weird, like, if you go on a Black Road, for example, um, you see the, um, the um, solar panel farm. And yep. all around there, there are real farms. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and I've never really not, been a pitch. So it's about four minutes from the house, four or five minutes. Yeah, that's true. Eh? It's not very far. Yeah. And the wind is blowing from the west, which is where the, like you said, that sort of Prince Township area. So maybe, maybe that's what it was. Or maybe it was a truck that went by full of pigs or something. Sometimes it's that, you know? Yeah, or maybe around. Or maybe the, like a big fat guy store, farted. They, they, they planted some flowers and they put some yeah. manure in it. Or maybe like a really drunk guy farted. And stuff. Or That's the other possibility. another possibility is that there was a manure truck um, ah. parked at uh, Walmart. That's right. Because a lot of trucks parked there sometimes. Or parked at parked at the liquor store because the guy who was driving it was so grossed out he needed a drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get some fucking vodka. I don't want to drink it. I just want to rub it all over my nose so I can't smell this horrible, horrible smell. That was, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty intense is all I'm saying. It wasn't just a whiff. It was like a knock-you-over wall of poo. That's the Phil Spector said, I think, was the wall of poo, right? <laughs> I think that was what he called it. The wall of poo. Yeah. You know what I'm excited about right now and sad about? What? That Letterman's going to be done soon. I guess he... Two weeks. He was fearing that for a long time. It must be hard on him. Yeah, I think maybe, you know? He was hinting at it for a long, long time. Yeah. Like, he was already saying that he was old, you know. Well, he's also got like a, what, an 11-year-old kid? 20 years ago, he was, he was saying he was afraid of being stale all the time. Yeah. He didn't want to become stale. And, of course, there's nothing like him left. Right? Because you think of the late night oh, shows now. Fallon is really funny. Oh no, no, but it's it's, really it's a it's a different kind of humor. You know, it's a different generation, is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. You know, like yes. Fallon and Kimmel, and, and also even Stephen Colbert. Who Stephen Colbert is older than me, for Christ's sakes. Stephen Colbert is not in that region. You don't find. Well, he's somewhere between the Fallon Kimmel people and between Letterman. Yeah. Because he's like 53 years old, Stephen Colbert. Right? Yeah. And we don't know what he's going to be like when he takes over Late Show. Yeah, you, you mean like the lists? But that, those are all Letterman things. Well, he's not going to do a top ten list, and he's not going to do Rupert's Soup of the Day, and he's not going to do 
Ouija bar and Sirajul and all that stuff. <laughs> right? Strong man, I think he has. Strong man, the, the strong guy, man. the fat guy, the genius. Um, that's one of my favorite bits of all time. Well, who had Lyle the intern? That was Letterman. I love Lyle the intern. He was, and that actor was amazing on House of Cards. Yeah. Hey, D-Man. He always had somebody from the crew that became something, yes. right? Like a not porter, but the people that the page. Like the page? Yeah, those kind of people, yeah. Well, it always started out, remember Chris Elliott doing the stuff on, like, the guy under the seats and <laughs> the regulator guy. <laughs> he would always, like, do little bits about the announcer, too, like, show the announcer on the toilet or, I don't know. Well, he still does stuff like that shower. with Alan Coulter, right? <laughs> Uh, they used to always have the uh, director, Hal Gurney, back in the day. They talked about Hal Gurney all the time. Um, but they had... Uh, what else is Letterman-ish that you feel could not be done? I think the talking to random people on the street thing. Just the sort of really out there kind of pranks, like, can a guy in a turtle suit get into a strip club? Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. I just don't see Colbert doing that. Yeah. You know? Fake um, reporters doing fake reports. I wonder if he's with gonna, people like the sixty-minute type things. I wonder if he's going to do that. Do that. You know. Um, I'm really interested to see what he does with the show. Because you know, like more about Stephen Colbert. Yeah, but yes, the whole show is more about. Yeah, him. but this show isn't going to be like that. It's still going to be an interview show. Yeah. You know, it's going to be late CBS Late Show with Stephen Colbert instead of Late Show with David Letterman. So, I wonder... See, it was different when Letterman took over... Or, or moved over to The Late Show. We knew what we were getting because we had seen Late Night for 10 years. Right? But I don't know that we know what we're going to get here because he's not going to be playing his fake Stephen Colbert, fake right-wing guy character. He's not going to be doing that, right? Mm-hmm. So he's going to be like interviewing people. I bet he'll come up and do a monologue, and there'll probably be a band. Like everybody has to have a band. Everybody has to have a monologue. But and Stephen Colbert's funny. Did you hear what he did the other day, Colbert? What did he do? He's from South Carolina, right? And um, teachers applied like for grants for things for their classrooms. South Carolina? Yeah. He just paid for all of them. He gave the Department of Education, uh, like those schools in South Carolina, he just gave me $800,000. Doesn't he do stuff like that often? That sounds familiar. It sounds like something Letterman would do. <coughs> um, well, he, he ran for president, if you remember. <laughs> Colbert? Yeah. 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 Um, he got people to change things in Wikipedia about elephants. Um, I forget what it was. He got. Uh, I oh, like Colbert. Oh, I like him. I think he's going to be. Gonna I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to seeing him. And he's going. It's a different demographic, right? Because both Fallon and Kimmel are after the same younger group. 
so maybe he's going to be going skewing older. As yeah, I think Fallon can can reach with uh, you know like if he has Louis C.K. around and, and we watch it once in a while. Oh sure, he can grab a pretty broad demographic. I mean, people who are, who are our age, we're 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 not. Um, Get off my lawn! Alien to sarcastic humor, or... Uh, I think we might be. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. To, uh, things that don't mean anything. It's just that Fallon takes it to an extra level that is... That speaks well to, to, uh, to Madeline's generation. Yes. Definitely. Totally. Conan O'Brien was just... Just in between, but I never, you know, really yeah, got you, you into Yeah, you were a big Conan. Conan family. No. Yeah. And so you didn't like Craig Ferguson either, right? No. No. Like, you hated him. I like Colbert, um, Stewart. I think John Stewart would have been good as a replacement uh, for Leonard, too. But he's quitting. Like, and really uh, Fallon, I like him in small doses once in a while. I yeah. like it because he can be... He can he can be really goofy. Yeah. Uh, and do songs that are funny. And, oh, he's good at stuff like that, yeah. You know, but he laughs too much, you know, like he thinks he's so funny. It's funny, that's exactly the criticism my dad used to level against Letterman. Just to say, <laughs> yeah? He laughs at his own jokes. I don't like people laughing at all well, jokes. No, Letterman would laugh a little bit, but it was like sort of a sarcastic laugh. Yeah, that's what I remember I was saying that to dad. It's like, it's like dad, he's making fun of himself when he laughs. Nutty, I'm into myself yeah. laughter so much yeah. as Fallon. Um, and then there's Jimmy Kimmel's probably more sarcastic than any of them. I mean, he's I the know him. he's the guy that dressed up during the the, 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 the Leno Conan thing. The guy that put on the fake beard and the uh, sorry the fake chin the, and the great big bouffant hairdo. I did the whole show talking like this. He uh, talked like Jay Leno the whole time. I can't remember that. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, but uh, I I don't know how I don't even, I don't even know. I how also to... like the whole crew of the Saturday Night Live. They're pretty good. I think so too. I mean, people complain about Saturday Night Live all the time now. You know. That's not as good as when I was young. Well, you know, it's not aimed at you anymore, no, face. I like them. And I think they're funny. The new the actors they mm-hmm. have every I agree. time. They seem to pick people who are um, team players. Yeah. And uh, can. Like, people don't seem to be so typecasted so much anymore. They yeah. seem to be able to do all kinds of different people now. I agree. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's, I, I think a lot of people have this idea that, you know, the best cast ever was the one with, you know, Bill Murray and that. And actually, you watch the old ones of those, a lot of those sketches aren't flat. Like, they just aren't funny. Um, <laughs> it's just Bill Murray being goofy. Uh, Bill, like. Bill Murray's great. Yeah. <laughs> the like Love him. Boat. <laughs> or the no best matter. one, Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Those crazy Star Wars. Love me tonight. That's, I love, that's my favorite one of all time. But, uh, I mean, I think the Dennis Miller, Dana Carvey, John Lovitz cast is the best one. But again, that's when we were early 20s, right? So it was aimed at us. But I think the people now are good. I watched some last night. Uh, it's on the, on the DVR. I put it on. It's good. All right. Well, we're just about home here, so we should probably pack it up. I'm going to play one more, one more Montreal song. It's another song by a band from Montreal. And we will see you next time uh, when we do things mm, stuff. Sky.